Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Steph Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK. Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Steph. So, Andrea, exciting news this week. We have a new Patreon donor to thank. Oh. Yeah. Aaron Furlong, thank you so much. You are amazing. Thank you, Aaron. Um, definitely. That really helps. Really helps us keep this podcast going. For, so thank you so much. Yes. If anyone else is listening as well, if you'd like to donate to our Patreon account, Please do. As Steph mentioned, it keeps us going uh, and it really helps us out. So you can find our link. Yeah. At patreon.com slash all the shit I've learned abroad pod. Wonderful. Um, Mm -hmm. Otherwise, Steph, you just got back from Australia. So in last week's episode, um, you had gone home. You surprised your family for a little visit home. Yes. Um, And you're in Australia. You're back in Australia. And what what happened on uh, on the way home? Anything I gotta tell you, I thought I was surprising everyone at home. I was surprising myself on the way back. It was the craziest 40. It took me, it, it should take about 25 hours to get back to Australia. Mm-hmm. It took 48. And it why, was did, crazy. why did it take, why did it take 48 hours? Well, well, you know, <laughs> there were storms in Montreal, tons mm-hmm. of storms, tons of flights were canceled, yep. and just a big snafu in Montreal. So flight was flight was missed, connection was missed. And oh, what, it was, what was that? You missed your flight? Sorry, uh, was, I missed was my that? flight. <laughs> I missed my flight. I yes, really, I, I, I love how you've you've tried to really like sugarcoat this and really like skip <laughs> over that. Like, oh yeah, there were storms, and you know, d- Steph missed her flight. She missed her flight home. Two, and I was two gates over from the gate. I, I wasn't even like running to try to catch it, like some dramatic run through the airport. No. I was two gates away having the time of my life. It's, it's, it's funny. Well, hold on. it's funny we'll because get, we, we yes. had been talking about doing an episode on missed flights anyways. And I was actually surprised we hadn't done this before because, uh, we've both been there a few times mm-hmm. and also like we mentioned it in our, uh, in our intro to the actual podcast and we hadn't done it yet. So we're like, we should definitely do that. And what happened then a few weeks later, foreshadowing, Steph, uh, she missed her flight. And so this was just a, we were like, right, we got to do it this week. (laughs) Yeah, the timing was right. And honestly, I said I would never do this again because I've done it twice. I've missed flights twice before. And I said, I will never do that again. What was the first? Here we are. 
What was the first? Um, what was the first time you missed a flight? Then was it was that, with you? That was when we were together. So that's the only flight. Can I just say the only flight I have ever missed in my <laughs> life? The only time. Who was I with? Steph. Me. <laughs> Common denominator. Me. Steph. Um, uh. So where were we? This was our. This was our trip to uh, London and Dublin, and I believe mm-hmm. it was our flight to dublin was it not yeah okay. it was um, 20 april 2010 yeah place in the scene april 2010 i think i think the story spontaneous that trip one, that was our yeah. spontaneous trip and i think what uh, this was my recollection of why we missed the flight um the hostel we were staying at the woman working she had said because it was an early morning flight i think we booked mm-hmm. the really cheap like 6 30 a.m flight oh, or we something. did we did and the woman working at the hostel said as so we said how can we get to the airport and i think we were flying out of stansted which is like technically not even was it stansted do you remember i thought it was gatwick maybe it was gatwick fair okay fine Who so knows? gatwick um not as far but regardless so the woman at the hostel (laughs) said yeah it's fine you can catch um there's a train from london bridge it'll take you there they go every half an hour no Um, i remember this they said it left every hour on the hour oh maybe yeah that's what it was so so we planned to that we did and we i I think the night before it'd be we actually just stayed up drinking all night didn't we we didn't actually really sleep we did um and we went to the train station and we just kind of waited on the platform at like, I think it must have been like 4 a.m. or something. And we were kind of just yeah. like lying on the platform. We probably looked homeless. And we're like, oh, where's this oh, we train? Did. 100%. Um, and then we realized the trains didn't actually run that early. And this is before I lived in London. So like I know now that the trains, yeah, they, they don't start <laughs> until a certain time. But we were like, oh, 4 a.m. We'll get there by five we'll get we'll get on the flight by six thirty. um and what time did the train eventually come well the, i feel like this is going to be a recurring theme for this episode but we really put our trust in that hostel worker yeah and we did we you're responsible for yourself we didn't look it up we didn't look up the actual train times we just really were like yeah they leave every hour on the hour yeah, we trusted a, a girl working at a hostel that she had probably been in London for like two weeks yeah. herself. Like from, yep. I think she was yeah. from like Columbia or something. It's like, well, she doesn't know either. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so what, so what happened? Though? So we got on the train at what time? It was like 530 or an something, hour or before like- our flight. And we were an hour from our flight departing. Right. Um, and do you remember the guy? So we're on the, oh. we're on the train. And we're like, yeah, we could, we could definitely still make this flight. Like we're going to, we'll be fine. And there's a guy sitting there with his newspaper and he kind of just looks over and he's like, I couldn't help it over here. You guys. So you're flying, uh, your flights at six 30. We're like, yeah. And he's like, you have a better chance of getting to Narnia than you do making your flight. That is (laughs) right. That's what the guy said to us. I forgot about that. And it was, uh, I just, I was like, oh, all right. And, and then once we did yeah once uh, i I remember i was so arrogant too well not arrogant maybe just like cocky i'm like we'll show you we are catching our flight yeah and and but no i was wrong (laughs) (laughs) we definitely didn't catch it so i think by the time we got to the airport it was like 10 after 6 and we Mm -hmm. ran down to the ryanair desk and we're like this one was aer lingus oh okay maybe it was okay aer lingus what aer lingus yeah but yeah we said 
hey, we're here to um, check because I don't even think we had checked in the day. But like we left everything. <laughs> no, we didn't. To... I don't know the... what we were thinking. We were so green then. We were so green. We were just green. excited to like be in London and whatever. And uh, yeah, this woman like just looked at us like, uh, yeah, you're not you're not getting on that flight. <laughs> and, and I remember then... I remember getting saucy pants with her because I'm like, yeah, the plane is still here, isn't it? Yeah. She said, yes, it is. And I said, then let us on the plane. Yeah. Well, we weren't even and at the gate yet, though. Like, this is just no. at the check-in desk. We hadn't gone through security, nothing. And, yeah, Steph was... She was like, it is going to take you more than half an hour to get to the plane. Yeah. And it is leaving now. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone's bored already. I think we also thought, like, um, the airport we were, at, we were at was, like, a tiny airport. It's it's not. No. Like, none yeah, of the airports did. in London are really that small, except for maybe, like, London City Airport, but... We, we weren't there. <laughs> so we ended up missing that flight. I mean, thankfully, okay, flying from London to Dublin or vice versa, it's like yeah. 45 minutes. You know, you can book different flights throughout the day. But, um, but to, to get there. we should point out that I think we each paid it about 200 pounds to yeah. get the next flight, which is crazy for a budget airline. We didn't even pay a quarter of that for our original flight. That's true. So 200 pounds per person, 400 pounds total. That's about, what, 650 Canadian? More yeah. than that. That's yeah. probably like 750 Canadian. Yeah. We, If we had done this and been smart at the train station, if we just took an Uber or cab even when we arrived at the train station, mm-hmm. it would have been 100 pounds probably. Yeah, or it would have even. saved us a lot more money. Because that's the thing with these <laughs> like, budget. We just didn't know back then. Well, we didn't, and we, but we, and like you said, with these budget airlines, it's not like you can go and speak to them and rebook, and they'll put you on a new flight. Like it's a budget airline, no. and they're like, you miss your flight, you book another one. Like that's it, and you, you know? pay a shit ton because they well, know yeah. you're in a pickle. Well, they know that, and also you know when you book um, these flights with budget airlines on the day of, like they're not cheap. They're de- and no, yeah, th- that's not. that's not when you're getting a deal with them. So um, that kind of sucked. That that put a bit of a <laughs> uh, a damper on a, our vacation. But it was fine once we got to Dublin. We're like, cool, we're here. Um, so yeah, that was my only. I mean, I've had a few close calls with missing flights, but that was the only time I mm. actually missed a flight. I'm gonna knock on wood mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm getting yeah. cocky now. Going, ah, oh, that's the only time. So I'm just. Yeah, I, I, it's, it sucks missing a flight. Like, I think it's stressful enough being at an airport and running around and having to go through security, all that, all that shit. And then to miss a flight, it's like, oh, like, and I, I do stress. Like Steph knows me. I, I get, I can get (laughs) quite stressy about things. Whereas Steph is like, like when we miss this flight to Dublin, I don't stress. Steph was like cool as a cucumber. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the end of the world. And she's like, just calm the fuck down. Like, it's going to be fine. (laughs) Um, so like we're going to get there. Yeah. But maybe this is a, a testament to you missing more flights than, than I have. Maybe <laughs> yeah. you need to stress a little I, bit more. You might have a point. You might have a point. Maybe. Uh, so for me, my second flight and some of my girlfriends who listen to this are going to laugh because it is just a good memory. Now, this is the thing you got to remember. If you miss a flight, even in the moment, be like, this is going to be a good memory at some point. Uh, mm. so for us, it was actually in the Dominican Republic. So, me, a couple girlfriends, we went away for a week, just had a, you know, good away, kind of resort, drinking, uh, beach kind of trip. All great. We're having a good time. And apparently shit was going on back in Canada 
with Air Canada and they were going on strike. The government ordered them back to work and it was a big back and forth. And we'd kind of seen this and we knew we knew it was going on. But, you know, you just figure it won't affect you. Mm-hmm. So the morning we're ready to leave. We had to be kind of there to catch our shuttle at 8 a.m. We're at our shuttle, 7.30. We've got all our bags packed. We're good to go. And we get an announcement from uh, kind of the resort saying, hey, so what happened was we had a connection in Montreal. That day, because of everything that was going on politically back home, every single pilot in Montreal called Mm -hmm. in sick on the same day. So they were striking. Government ordered them back to work. Oh, we're all coincidentally sick today. So that happened because we had a connection in Montreal. Obviously, this impacted us. So they said, well, our flight's not going to be leaving till this afternoon. This will be your new shuttle time. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking, you know, this is 8 a.m. New shuttle time is 3 p.m. This is great, right? We all go to the pool. We're partying. We're having a great time. There's four of us. Yeah. So come the response. We had our responsible friend when it was time to shuttle. There's always one. Yeah, she tried to corral us all, and we all huddled, and we said, guys, we should skip the shuttle and take a cab to the airport, because we don't have to be there that early. This was Mm -hmm. a brilliant, genius idea. You guys are so so smart. Yep, we sent the one girl over, who didn't really know our responsible friend so much, to tell her. And she says, very responsibly of her... Hey, well, you guys have fun. I'm catching the shuttle. I'm going to the airport. See, that <laughs> so would be me. That would be me. I'd be the one going, you guys continue on and your little party. I'm going to get the shuttle. Screw you guys. You're on I your mean, own. Typically, never count on me to be the responsible one, but it is alarming it, when I am. Yeah. <laughs> like, when, when I am, up, when everyone's got to be worried. Yeah. And when Steph pulls it off, she really pulls it off. <laughs> <laughs> So she leaves. We're all having a great time. And to be honest, I was actually the one that was like, guys, we got to get in the cab now. We got to go. It was an hour later. I actually did corral everyone. I'm like, if we got to go, we're going to miss our flight if we don't. So we catch cab. We're on our way to the airport in the Dominican Republic. And our cab driver is just like, well, he's asked us what time our flight is. We told him. He's like, ha, you girls are not catching your flight. And I'm like, we'll show you. How soon before, uh, like, did you leave? Like how much time did you have in the taxi? I mean, I don't remember. I think it was probably a half hour taxi ride and we were going to be arriving an hour before our flight. Oh, uh, that, which, I, I would mean, think that seems like enough time. Yeah. I mean, for international flights, they do advise three hours. Yeah. Um, sometimes you get really comfortable in these Caribbean countries because the airports are way more relaxed. They're way smaller. Uh, so you just don't think as much of it, apparently, yeah. as we did not. Mm-hmm. And so we get to the airport. We run to the gate. Planes close. They're not letting us on. And they said, we'll take you to the Air Canada office. You can talk to them. So they put us in and they're like, no, you girls are definitely. And the best part. So we're like, okay, when is the next flight? The next Air Canada flight was three days later. What? <laughs> and we're like, I to be honest, I, I don't think I even cared. But my girlfriend, who's a teacher, who they're very strict. They got to be there certain days. Well, yeah. Um, she starts crying in their office and she's saying oh, how she no. can't miss that time. And everyone's getting emotional. 
I mean, important side note, we just came straight from drinking in the pool today. I was I was going like, to say how much alcohol was involved in in that uh We still had scenario. our bathing suits on over like just our clothes over our bathing suits. So you know when you got like those triangles yeah. on your top and still like, with like a, a cocktail, a cocktail in hand as well with like a little umbrella sticking out of it like ah, pretty much. This pretty line, much. Ah. <laughs> yeah. And I do remember sitting there and so the other two girls started crying, and I remember I started crying, but I'm like, why am I crying? I don't actually care. It was like this was that, weird, like... Was that just you I was crying because they were crying, and I <laughs> I don't know. I think i just been drinking, and other people were crying, so then I started crying. Uh, so they felt bad for us. So they're like, okay, we have an air transit flight leaving in one hour. Right. Like, we can get you on that flight, but we've got to get you now if you're going to catch it. So yeah. we're like, okay, we'll catch it. And... I remember them saying to us, they're like, okay, it's going to be $400 per person, which is a very flat, arbitrary number, $400. Yeah. Yeah. And we all just gave them $400 each. We're like, whatever, get us on this plane. Yeah. So they did. And to be honest, it was hilarious because then we had to get from their office to the plane. So they start running us through the airport and they're running... We're all physically running. They're like, go, go, go. They're lifting up. You know the security lines you have to go through? Yeah, They're lifting it up and just, like, shooing us under. Like, go. Like, we didn't go through security. We didn't do any of this stuff. And we're running across the tarmac in the Dominican Republic to the air transat plane, which was waiting for us. And I remember looking at our friend as we're running, and I'm like, this is worth $400. Like, the memory of it. Because it was just so funny. And she was just so... She was so angry. She was like, not yet. <laughs> yeah, we're not there yet. Wait till we're on the plane. Maybe another drink in hand and more relaxed oh, and we can all Oh, laugh. we got on the plane and it was a nightmare because, well, we were, st- we were, we were soaking wet from the pool still. So we were freezing the whole flight and uh, it was, but we got home that day. So, I mean, Thankfully. we missed our flight. Well, we were on the next flight an hour later. Like, you missed. You missed your flight again. Stop sugarcoating it. You missed your flight. <laughs> See, we Steph, did. And it cost this is bucks. why Steph, Steph doesn't. Steph doesn't take these things seriously, which is why you continue no. missing flight stuff. You need to. You need to take more responsibility and take this as a serious matter. But you know how some people have really good memories to look back on in their life, and some people are like, "Yeah, I've, li- I've lived my life." Yeah, I, don't I have know. good memories. I I don't know if that that would be one. That's to me, it's too stressful. I don't like to think of these oh, like too stressful moments. Oh, it wasn't. But, I remember running through that airport, being ushered through security. Like we were bypassing security and being like, "This is amazing." I mean, maybe this should be a tactic moving forward. Then, like, if you're going to the airport, you're flying somewhere. Maybe just be like, "Oh my god, I'm so late, I'm gonna miss it." And then you don't have to go through security. No, don't do that. No. Oh, I could, I could hear Steph like light bulb moment. She's like, "Oh, maybe I should do this moving forward." No, for all my no, flights. that is probably the worst. Even when I'm in line and you see, you know, you get those people running ahead of you. Like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna miss my plane. I still look at them and I'm like, maybe you should have came earlier. Yeah, and little do they know, the woman giving them that advice has missed three flights Many in flights. her lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I got to um, tell you, after that Dominican situation, I swore I would never do it again. Yeah, and then uh, and then you did, 
And now we got to hear about, (laughs) I'm dying to hear about this because you haven't even given me the full. So I just got a message from Steph um, like a few days ago and I woke up in the morning and I just had a text from Steph and it's like, Andrea, I have missed my flight home to Melbourne from Montreal. And I think I just responded like, oh, for God's sake, like, what have you done now? Um, And so since then, Steph has essentially just been in transit. You only got home. Like yesterday, uh, didn't you? Yeah. And we I have were, been exhausted. Yeah. Like we were going to record this yesterday and then Steph's like, I, it was what, like 7 p.m. there. And she's like, I'm I, it was bed. 7 p.m. Like, I'm like, I'm falling yeah. asleep. I'm too so exhausted. Steph has been in transit for like two days. Um, <laughs> and I, yeah. What happened? I haven't heard this. You haven't, I haven't spoken to you <sighs> and I'm dying okay, to hear so. what happened this time. Go. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. From the get-go, it was like I had never been in an airport in my life. I don't know what happened to me or who I was. It was like I was someone who's never been in an p- airport before. First timer that you always see. You always get stuck behind one of those like insecurity. It's like, yeah, oh, have you never been? But yeah. yes. So that was you. OK. OK. So I go to my girlfriend who lives in Toronto the night before responsibly. So I can take a $15 Uber in the morning. I don't go to stress. None of that. Smart. So Smart. it was an hour before I had to leave. And I get a calendar reminder that says, yeah. It says distance to Billy Bishop Airport. And I look at this. I'm like, what the shit is that? I've Mm. never. I've flown out of Billy Bishop Airport once, which is the Toronto City kind of airport. Yeah. So for anyone that isn't aware, we've got Pearson, which is like the big international. And then we've got Billy Bishop, which is like, it's like in the city center, which is a pretty easy one to get to if you're in the city. (laughs) Yeah. So I just assumed I was flying out of Pearson because that's the only place I've flown out of, mm-hmm. which thankfully this happened. It didn't really matter because I was just as close to Billy Bishop as I was to Pearson. So mm-hmm. Uber wise, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Catch an Uber. The thing about Billy Bishop is it's on an island in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So you get dropped off at the airport. Then you have to catch a ferry to the island Yep, where you do all the security and everything. So I do that. Catch the ferry. I go over. I'm about to check in and... For some reason, at that point, I just I counted my bags and I didn't have my carry on bag. Oh no! And I realized it's still in the back seat of my Uber. Oh god! So thank, like I mean, this is why you always go to the airport early to allow for this shit. Yeah, <laughs> but yep. so I'm on the Uber app, being like, "What do I do?" And I'm instantly analyzing in my head how bad do I actually need my carry on? Yeah, had like what's actually po- in there. It had all my podcast recording equipment. It had my oh, laptop. Stuff. Like because they tell you don't take any of your electronics in your checked bag yeah, carried that's along. True. Oh, so I'm analyzing, you know, I've got friends coming in over in November, so I'm thinking they can bring it. But thankfully my Uber driver actually calls me at that moment. Mm. And he says, Hey, your bag's still in my backseat. I came back, I'm in the parking lot. So I run back over, I take the ferry back. Thankfully the ferry's like five minutes yeah and they the come back. every like 10 minutes or something 
Yeah. So I take the ferry back. I get grab my bag. God bless them. Take the ferry back. We hmm? may not have been able to record this episode if you hadn't. No. If that guy had brought Honestly. your bag back. So everyone well, should be thanking that Uber driver. <laughs> that's what I thought until Montreal. <laughs> okay. So, so then what happened? I run back over and it was so weird because I checked in and they're like, oh, what flight are you on? I said, I'm going to Montreal. They're like, okay, we need to get you now. Like, go check your bags in, uh, do your stuff. And then, so they're rushing me and I'm thinking this is so weird because I came with plenty of time. Mm -hmm. So I get on the plane, we're running down the tarmac and they're going through all the usual, like, welcome to flight AC 7968. And I'm thinking, what the hell? I'm supposed to be on AC 7970. Oh my God. And they change. Well, then this is like a minor detail in the story, but they changed the flight I was on because I was there so early mm-hmm. to the earlier flight, which is kind of nice of them. And if they asked me, I would have said yes. Right. But, but I they just didn't tell think, you. Some, no, there's some kind of. There's got to be some kind of liability issue with them putting on a flight you didn't plan to be on. Maybe they did it by accident. Like if that flight had crashed, and my family was like, "Oh, the flight, well, you know, one hour before her flight crashed." But yeah, like. I don't know. It's got to, I don't know. Anyways, that's Anyways, a side note to the story. Yeah. So I catch my flight from Toronto to Montreal. I'm an hour early for my connection, which is great because I had a short layover. So I have two hours instead of one hour. Mm. So I go to my gate. I get there and they do announce pretty earlier that our flight was de- delayed an hour. So there was a bar two gates over. <laughs> so me and a whole bunch of people from my flight went to the bar. And we nice. all actually got to talking, getting to know each other. Where are you from? What's your story? Why were you here? Yada, yada, yada. It was really nice. Like, and we were just yeah. having a great time. Airport so friends. One glass of wine, and it turned into two glasses of wine, which then somehow turned into four glasses of wine. Yeah. And during all this time, you know, we're watching the gate because it's not that far away. I'm listening to all the boarding calls, which were in French, but then they follow in English. So I'm listening. And finally, I'm like, yeah, you know what, guys? It's been a chunk of time. I'm just going to walk over and check to see how much longer they think it's going to be. So, I, But I'm thinking I'm going to go over. I'm going to ask them, you know, how much longer do you think? Just that kind of stuff. And I walk over, and it is empty. Like, the oh, gate no. immediately beside us is packed. Mm. And it's like a crowd of people, which is why I guess we couldn't see through them. So you the thought that was, that was the people for your flight? Yeah. Right. So it's empty. Go city. There's no one at the counter anymore. They've closed the gate. The plane is still sitting there. I see the plane. Right. But the gate has. And I look to the guy who's working the other gate and I'm like, there's a whole bunch of us over there for this flight. And he said, they just closed. Like, you need to run down about six gates up. There was an Air Canada desk. Right. And he's like, you need to run up there and get like, get them to tell them. Yeah, see so if they can open I the am gate again. running, and I, I got to tell you, I do not run. <laughs> like, I was just running. Yeah, you're not a runner. And I'm like, not a runner either. On gate four, I was like, <gasps> but um, so I get there, and there's a lineup of about a hundred people, because on this day in Montreal, a whole bunch there was a really bad storm, which is why our flight was delayed, mm-hmm. but a whole bunch of other people had their flights canceled. So they're all mm. waiting in this line, and I run up to the front, and I said, hey, the gate just closed, but there's a bunch of us waiting for this plane still. Yeah. And the guy is just like, ma'am, you got to get in line. Oh, like, no. I'll get in line, but the plane will be gone, and the issue you could resolve right now is going to be a bigger issue. Yeah. 
And he's just like, ma'am, you got to get in line. <laughs> so no oh. help at all. So then, well, what? And then the, was that it then? Like you couldn't get anyone to, and you missed it. We missed it. We definitely you, missed it. Did you like then, watch the plane take off? <laughs> no. But the worst part is then I got to go back to the bar where these people that I've gotten to know are and tell them, be like, hey guys, so we all just missed our flight. Oh, shit. <laughs> What, what was Which in a weird way kind of made me feel responsible because I was the one telling them, which is weird mm. because I was the only responsible one who was like, hey, I'm going to go check on this. Um, yeah. Were they annoyed at the, you or like did they? No, not annoyed. The one guy cracked a joke about how he wasn't worried about missing it because he trusted that I was listening to the boarding calls, uh, which I was, uh, which I was. And I didn't yeah. hear a boarding call. But at the same time, I'm like you know what i'm only responsible for myself it's true like you're responsible for yourself we we mentioned that earlier in the episode where like guys if you're at the airport and even if you're with people or i don't know you meet people like steph did you are the Mm. only person responsible for yourself getting on that plane you cannot rely on anyone else to you know tell you like it's the same like we relied on that woman at the hostel to be like yeah trains come at this time we did no research on ourselves and we can't you know, we couldn't blame her. It was our own fault. Same thing at an airport. Exactly. You are out for number one, which is yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we all went and we all got in line. This like hundred person lineup to speak to the desk people. And what I did, which I found super handy. I don't know. Everyone has things that work for themselves, but I DM'd Air Canada on Twitter. I just find they're twitter team to be more responsive more helpful um less bullshit to be honest yeah it's always and, easier i find with any like customer service i always mm-hmm. go and if you if anyone looks at my twitter account like 99 percent <laughs> of it is just me tweeting to like my phone company um yeah like just companies that <laughs> i buy stuff through where i'm not satisfied with it i mean i look like a whingy old woman i'm not it's just that it's a lot easier to get um you know, to get a response yeah. and get shit done. Oh, but. there, I got to tell you before the line even moved 15 people, mm-hmm. I had my flights rerouted. I was thinking I was going to have to pay for a brand new flight. Cause I was like, shit, like this is on us. Like we all just missed the flight. So I thought I was going to have to buy a brand new flight. So I was already mentally preparing myself for that. And yeah. Air Canada, God bless them for all the shit people say about major airlines yeah they just rerouted me and at that point i was willing to accept anything i'm yeah. like just... I, I, I feel like on bigger flights and like bigger international flights they will help you out a little bit more in, in those scenarios yeah. um and probably because the flight was delayed um where again guys if you're flying like a budget airline you know a short distance they're mm-hmm. gonna i would guarantee you 99 percent of the time you're gonna have to rebook it and pay for the new flight um, I didn't even feel bad for the people I was with because our next connection had been from Montreal to Vancouver mm. and their final destination was all Vancouver. So I was like, whatever, you're going to get on the next flight and still be home. Like, yeah, I need to get true. back to Australia and that's a hell of far away. So what they did was they rerouted me back to Toronto. So I then flew back to Pearson oh where I went home for the night and slept at my family's house for the night. So you basically the, said your goodbyes to your family. You flew yeah. to Montreal, you had some drinks, then you flew home and you said hi yeah, to your family I, again. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly flew to Montreal for some dinner and drinks and then flew home. That was amazing. 
Yeah. High, high roller. So went home, went back to Toronto the next day. And then I flew through Vancouver to Sydney, to uh, which was never in the original flight plan, but then to Melbourne. Yeah. And thankfully at this point, because I did message Air Canada almost as soon as they rerouted my flight. And I said, hey, guys, just so I know, like, what's the luggage situation? Like, do I have to pick it back up somewhere? And they said, they're like, no, don't worry about it. It's definitely going to be in Melbourne. It's going on the original flight. <laughs> Which, when I read it's definitely going to be in Melbourne, there's just something when someone is so sure, you just got to think, yeah, it's not bloody happening. <laughs> like, so was it so there or no? I mentally prepared myself for my luggage to not be there. And when I got there, it was not there. <laughs> oh, where was it? it? So I got to Melbourne and my luggage was in Sydney still. Which is weird because oh. it didn't arrive in Sydney on the flight I was on. It arrived in Sydney the day before, and no on the original why. on the original flight you were supposed no, to no because I was never supposed to go through Sydney originally. I was supposed oh. to be Vancouver direct to Melbourne. So they don't know why it was in Sydney. I don't care why it was in Sydney. Um, I probably got rerouted in Vancouver and blah blah blah. But it's since I prepared myself for it. I was when he told me I was like, yeah, that's fine. Just. Send it to my house when you can. Here's my okay. address. Here's my number. So have you gotten and that back he, yet? I did. And the guy at the luggage, because normally, obviously, people are super pissed off when their luggage doesn't arrive. And mm-hmm. the guy actually said to me, he's like, you are the nicest person I've ever had to deal with in here. And I was like, I just, I was so exhausted. I just couldn't care. I yeah. And of all, of all things that happen, care. of all things that happen, you're probably just like, I don't like, I'm at the end of my tether. I have nothing left in yeah. me. <laughs> oh, that was literally so- it. It was like I was on my third wind. You know when you're, yeah. you're awake all day and then you get tired and then you got your second. I was on my third wind. I was just yeah. exhausted. You were just like, get me home. Um, but, so I got home. My luggage came a day later. Okay. okay. So you're, you were supposed to fly from Montreal to Melbourne mm-hmm. and you missed your flight in Montreal. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty bang oh, on. So, that's so funny because, and was it Montreal that you missed your Dominican flight? No, like you were supposed to fly to Montreal? Actually, before? actually it was, oh, there's a common denominator here. I never realized that was Dominican to Montreal. Yeah. And so oh. this just reminded me. So again, I've never missed another flight besides the one when I, when I was with Steph um, in London flying to Dublin, but I almost missed a flight while I had a layover in Montreal a few years ago. Um, so what happened there? I had, I was flying home from London and I didn't get a direct flight at the time. I think I was broke. (laughs) So it was like a lot cheaper just to have a quick layover in Montreal. So I got there. I know the things you do to save like a couple hundred, couple hundred dollars or pounds. Um, so anyway, so I get to Montreal and same thing, my flight to Toronto, which it's only like what an hour or something like hour and a half. Um, but that's delayed. So same thing. It's delayed. I'm looking up, going all right I've got I think I had like an hour maybe an hour and a half to kill so same thing I find a bar like two gates down Mm -hmm. from where I'm supposed to fly and I sit down and I order a beer and then I start talking there's a guy next to me that's I think he's uh, supposed to be on the same flight with me and we're chatting and then I hear a voice from a guy sitting next to him because we were sitting right up at the bar so we were in a straight line and this voice he just goes Andrea Andrea Gillis and I'm like and sort of look over and there's this guy that I went to high school with like 15 years before I haven't seen him in 
in in years. And he happened to be in the airport as well, sitting at the same bar as me. And I was like, holy shit. Like, so anyways, we start catching up. We have a couple drinks. Um, and all of a sudden I hear, and I do actually speak French. So the French announcements first time around, I could, I could hear it, but I heard my name and I'm like, Oh my, wait, am I being paged? And I look over to the gate, which I could see from the bar. And I see that it's like empty. Like everyone had boarded and they are paid, like calling my name. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like I got to go. My flight is boarding and leaving. So I just grabbed my stuff. I said, bye to the guy from high school. I was like, great seeing you. And I ran and I ran up to the gate and the woman working, she's like, we almost shut the gate. Like we've been paging you for, you know, a, a while now. And I'm like, I'm oh, sorry. Like, I didn't know. I just lost track of time. Anyways, I get on the plane. I was that person where I got on and everyone's just staring at me. Like, you know, we are already delayed. <laughs> yeah. They're waiting on me. So I sit down and as I sit down, I'm like, oh, thank God. But I, yeah, as I sat, sat down, I then realized I had ran from the bar and I hadn't paid my bar tab. So, like, in that moment, no. I got up and just ran, and I realized the guy I went to high school with probably had to pay my tab. And I remember the beers there were, like, $12 a beer. Yeah. And I think the we airport had, like, three. shit is so expensive. Oh, my God. So, I was like, oh, no, this guy I haven't seen for 15 years, he's probably just had to pay my bar tab. So, I felt so <laughs> guilty. Um, so, as soon as I got um, back to when I – as soon as I got to Toronto – you and sent him internet the money? Well, well, that was my plan. And I didn't have him on Facebook at the time. Like, this is someone that I literally knew when I was, like, 14, 15, and then he moved away. Like, he was one of those kids that moved away. So we knew each other when we were, like, kids, basically. So I didn't have him on Facebook yet, so I looked him up, and I was searching for him, and I could not find him on Facebook anywhere. So to this day, Scott Jarvis, no. if you are listening, wherever you are in the world, if you had to pay my bar tab, I'm very sorry. And I will, if you get in touch, I will send you the money that I owe you. Um, but yeah, so I couldn't find him. So he probably is just like, screw this bitch. <laughs> like, she just left me with her He's bar like, tab. She, he probably thought you were some like cheap bitch that wants you to pay for your drinks. Oh, I just, I felt like, so bad Which about has it. never been who we are. Like, no, you, never. Yeah. I've never oh done gosh. that, ever. Um, but I mean, I can, I can say that I didn't miss the flight, did I? So, ha ha. Um, but yeah, oh. seriously, Scott Jarvis, if you're listening, get in touch. <laughs> I feel like oh, I so, gotta say, from yeah. all these mixed, mixed, missed flights, there is a common denominator that I need to call out. Montreal, Francais. Uh, you know what? We could blame them. <laughs> We're I not was going to say alcohol. I was, <laughs> I was going to say alcohol, but if you want to blame. Oh. Montreal we can blame Montreal well it's uh, it's alcohol uh I think I feel like Montreal um that is just a a pure coincidence I mean there was London and Dublin you know if we were if we had been flying to Paris then maybe I'd be like okay there's you know we flew, <laughs> we flew to here we flew to Ireland so um yeah alcohol mm. um in all I just of gotta those. say I feel like sometimes when I get to the airport I'm in such a hype because it's always been no I guess Quebec or Dominican with special circumstances, but it's usually on like just flights where I'm excited for where I'm yeah, going. So I, I get to the, the airport and I am that person who gets there three hours early or yeah. usually super early, like stupid yeah. early. So I get there. I have tons of time. So I go for a drink and I'm excited. 
and then oh, one and drink I turns I into two, and then I guess I just got to tame that excitement. I know. Yeah. I did the exact same thing, though. For any of the listeners listening, to be honest, I would love to hear their misflight stories to make me feel oh, better about same. mine. Same. Because I know same, I'm not cause... the only one. Oh, no. And there's got to be some good ones, and I'm, I'm sure, I bet you... 99% of them will also involve alcohol. Let's be honest here. Well, I want to think <laughs> I want to think 80%. Like I know a couple girls who've missed some flights and it's purely because they're the type of girls who are perpetually late to everything and they oh, just straight fine. up missed it. Like there wasn't even a good story to it. They just arrived at the airport yeah, late for see, no I reason. Would, I would prefer mine being alcohol um, infused stories. <laughs> Rather than just like, I feel like at least with mine, I was laughing and having the time of my life while I did it. Like, yeah, even when I noticed I was missing my flight, I was running through the when I I got to admit when I was running from the gate to the Air Canada desk. Yeah, I already knew I was. I already knew shit wasn't happening. <laughs> like, I, already, I don't know, but it was like this. I'm like, I have to try, kind well, yeah. of thing. You have to feel but like I you knew. put some effort once into, they like- close that gate and all the airline are on the plane. They're yeah. not coming back out for you. Like, well, I you knew have, it wasn't happening. You, you, you feel like you have to at least try to I just went through the, the motions of what I f- think what I was you supposed sh- to do. What you should do. Well, I think, you know, usually I have some, you know, good wrap-up to really end an episode with. But I think the moral of this story is get to the airport early and just don't drink too much. <laughs> Basically. That's it. Like, this is not... There's no deep meaning to this episode. It's No. That's it. Be responsible. Just just don't drink. Don't get drunk. Uh, you know, be aware of what time your flight is leaving. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's all we can. Uh, yeah, maybe we should just stop drinking at airports. Nah. No. Nah, no, no way. That's the best kind happen. of drinking. That's They always say that's the best part of a holiday or vacation is the airport. Well, and beer. if you actually look at Instagram, there's like hashtag, hashtag airport drinking. Yeah, it's exactly. great. Then, yeah, that's the best yeah. part of a vacation. So, yeah, live just, and learn. I, I feel like this episode is a little bit of live and learn. Just don't make our mistakes. That's all. All right. That's on it that, for this week. On that <laughs> note, guys, don't miss your flights. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod and donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.